Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello beauties, what's up and welcome to Fierce Female Radio. It's Estelle here, your host, your empowerment coach and the founder of Fierce Female Co. Where we are all about activating your inner queen energy and helping you leave behind a basic life, guys. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Whatever day of the week it is for you, whatever day you're listening to this, I'm excited, guys. I'm hoping that you're loving these episodes I've been making sure that I drop you a new one every single week, and that is still the plan for 2021, guys. So I hope you're loving all these juicy tips, inspiration, guidance, up-leveling, all the fun things. So let's get into the Fierce Female Tip of the Week before we bring our beautiful guest onto the show. So this Fierce Female Tip of the Week is actually, it is um, very practical but it is also very insightful. So what it is, is I want you to think about how you can start to use your life situations, (laughs) including your triggers as an opportunity for awareness and healing. And I shared this on my stories recently, but I found this and I want to just, I want to preface this with, with an example, right? So what I mean by this is essentially we have so many opportunities for learning within our everyday life. We have so many opportunities to delve within, to understand what our triggers are, what our blocks are, where the opportunities are for growth and healing. And one way is to really look at whenever you are triggered by something, um, a situation, big or small, it is an opportunity for healing. Okay. So this is like on the full spectrum. So if someone pisses you off, says something that offends you, really looking at that and asking yourself, okay, like, where is that coming from? Why does that bother me? What is this bringing up for me? And really kind of going deep and becoming your own guru and using, like I said, these triggers as an opportunity for awareness. So as an example, right, I found this like situation quite amusing upon reflection. So I went to go take my, um, my puppy Lulu to, um, the dog groomers. And this was like the first time that I've taken her to the dog groomers. I was excited about this. And if you dog mamas, let me know if this is like a thing, like, do people get excited about this? I don't know. I was excited to take her to the dog groomers for a first time. And as we were kind of, you know, checking her in, um, you know, they were asking the lady at the counter was asking, you know, just general questions about her. And, um, my husband mentioned to me, he said, maybe just let them know that, you know, she can be, she can play bite a little bit. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay. So I made a point to do that. And I just said, oh, you know, um, it's not really a concern, but I just thought I'd let you know, um, she can sometimes play bite a little bit. Like she can get a little bit nippy and, you know, it's mainly just when you're playing, she doesn't really do it with anyone else. She does it with us, but I thought I'd just let you know. And so, and the lady, um, at the dog room is behind the counter. She was like, Oh, Oh, okay. Well, you really want to, um, you really want to like rectify that. You really want to, um, like get on that straight away. Cause that's the habit you don't want to have. And I was just like, I got so (laughs) 
massive internal eye roll. Like when I was a kid, I was known for like to be that child with a massive slow eye roll situation. That is literally what I was doing internally. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, seriously? Like I was just got so annoyed by that comment and it was so funny. And I really looked at that situation after and I was like, what was it about that situation? What was it about what she said that made me feel frustrated? What is really behind that? And what it really was is that she was nothing to do with my dog. She was really, the, the way that I was interpreting it is she was shining light on something within me and this idea that maybe I'm not responsible enough. You know, I'm not, it actually has nothing to do with my dog. It's got to do with me, right? And I was offended because I was worried that maybe she thought that I'm not responsible enough. I'm not a good enough, you know, dog mom. I, you know, haven't been training her properly. Um, it was all me, me, me. What am I lacking? You know, and so this was a really good opportunity for me to go deeper and be like, okay, Estelle, what do you need to work on in this space? And it was great because like, this is the thing, like life, you know, it's not just about life gives us lemons, but life gives us opportunities to delve within and to see where we need to rearrange our thoughts, where we need to do our internal healing. And, and it is a great opportunity to self-reflect. And so I, I share that story with you. Because firstly, I want you to become the observer, become the observer of your actions, of your thoughts, of your emotions. And don't, don't shy away from that. Like I could have really looked at that situation and been like, oh, well, like she shouldn't have said that to me. Like that was a bit rude. She overreacted. It's nothing got to do with her. If someone is making you feel a certain way, that is on you. They can't make you feel that unless a part of you is already feeling that. So she was making me feel irresponsible, um, because I hadn't rectified this bad habit because a part of me had already felt that way. Okay. She was just bringing it to light. So that's, I would love for you to notice these situations in your life. Notice when you get triggered as an opportunity for growth. And if you have any questions about this, you can always DM me. I love hearing from you guys on the podcast who listen to the podcast. Uh, But this is honestly like, this is about becoming your own guru and being your own life coach, right? Okay. So the Fierce Female shout out of the week is oh, what, literally one of my favorite products. This beautiful journal that I've been using for about, I don't know how many years now, a couple, a couple of years now at least. And it's called the Mono Journal. It is so gorgeous. It's like neutral. It's gray. It's like this beautiful fabric and it has um, like a daily journaling, has daily journaling prompts. And then it also has like weekly goal reviews and um, monthly reviews and yearly reviews. And it's just absolutely fabulous for balancing out like the attention for your goals, but also the, the intentions you want to set for the day and what you're grateful for. Like every day you get to write down three things that you're grateful for. You know, you get to focus on what you're excited about that day, what your intention is that day, what's your goal. And then three steps you're taking towards that goal. Um, today and I just absolutely love it like it's so good it it asks really powerful questions and I feel like for me it kind of balances like um, my masculine and my feminine energy a little bit because obviously the masculine aspect you know the goals and the actions but also the feminine aspect by thinking about what excites me and what I'm grateful for Um, and then there's opportunity to like like there's like free flowing pages where you can just write anything you want. And oh, I just absolutely love it. So you guys can check it out. It's it's by a brand called Thrive Daily. Um, so yeah, it's just thrivedailyithink.com. So you can check that out. It is beautiful. So 
I'm also so excited because we have Ange Simpson on the show. And in this conversation, we have, it's a really expansive conversation and it's, and so much of it is about up-leveling your health and wellness game. Um, we talk about manifesting hacks, how to use gratitude as a tool for happiness, fulfillment, and inspiration. And we specifically dive into what it means to be a wellness advocate. You know, we talk about Angela's approach to wellness without deprivation and abundance without sacrifice, her top wellness hacks, how to embody gratitude daily, her approach to gratitude and how this has really influenced her life. And she gives some really practical steps as well. Um, using your energetic vibration as a tool for massive manifestation, which I love, and also the power of community and sisterhood. So I'm so excited to share this episode with you guys. Let's get into it. And of course, if you're vibing the show, share the love on IG stories and tag us at Fierce Female Co. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. Today we have the gorgeous Anne Simpson joining us on the show. She is a health and happiness coach, writer and founder of The Health Club, an online health and lifestyle program and The Gratitude Gang, which is a space to help women make an in- income by creating impact. She is teaching women wellness without deprivation and abundance without sacrifice. Welcome to the show, beautiful Ange. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to do this. My absolute pleasure. I'm so excited to have you on the show and just let everyone soak in all of your good vibes. I'm excited. I love it. Thank you. Let's do this. So we're going to kick off with some rapid fire questions. So because we have some somewhat travel restrictions right now, what, what travel destination are you daydreaming about? Well, it was on my vibration board last year to have booked Greece, a big holiday in Greece this year. So that is just sitting in the back of my mind as where I really want to go. But I just don't know when that's going to happen. So I'm just like, right, where can I be in Australia that is kind of like Greece, right? (laughs) Totally. Which part? Wait, there's so many things. A vibration board. What? Tell us what is a vibration board. You know what? It's like a vision board. I actually got the terminology from my business coach jazz jervis um she calls it a vibration board and i just loved it because i'm like you know what it is more about the vibration than the vision because i practice for the last eight years a lot around law of attraction and manifestation so for me it's not so much about you know oh, i i want to look at that and decide that's where i want to go it's getting into the vibration of someone who goes on holidays in greece and has an incredible seven figure business and is an like amazing mother and all of those things so you know i i like to vibrate at the frequency of the things i'm moving towards because i think that that attracts them towards me a lot faster I love that so much. I feel like you've just totally up-leveled the vision board. Like I can't even say like vision board now. I'm like, it's, it's nothing. It's like, <laughs> it's basic. <laughs> That's so good. I love that. And what, whereabouts in Greece are you vibing? Like, are we thinking Santorini, like, you know, Mykonos vibes, maybe like little Every island somewhere? I was Every like day, yeah. planning like four to six week, let's just explore, do everything, literally everywhere. I just, I am a Libra and I love beautiful things um, and beautiful places and just, yeah, taking in, breathing in the beauty of what is pretty much all of Greece um, was just so much on my bucket list. But yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what the earth throws at us over the next 12 months. Totally. But but you're vibrating it, it you know anyway regardless exactly exactly <laughs> so good I love it and what does your morning ritual look like right now and 
It depends on the day. Um, when I have my kids, usually they run in at some ungodly hour when the sun has just started to peek through. And so it's a lot of cuddles with them. Um, but I've also just joined a new gym that I'm kind of obsessed with. So I've been getting up really, really early and doing the 5am class um, and classes there most mornings. So that's kind of turned into my ritual. It's like get up, roll out of bed, brush my teeth, put my gym clothes on, get to the class. And then I get home. Um, and then at six o'clock I have scheduled into my calendar, um, my manifestation time, which is just half an hour of sitting and doing my work on creating my dream life. The, the mental work, not the actual, you know, checking emails, yeah. writing content, but just the, mm. yeah, the stuff that gets me into the right state to have the best day to do the right things, you know? That's beautiful. And like to unpack that further, is that just whatever you're vibing at the time? Like, is that a visualization? Is that some journaling? It's a few different things and it changes often. So as a disclaimer, it, it changes depending on what I'm learning, what seems to be working and what I feel drawn towards. Um, like I said before, I'm working with a business coach. So she has some really cool um, little activities and things that I do like a self-leadership GPS um, and the manifestation equation that she gave me. So I've been doing them at the moment. Um, and I also have a hypnosis that I listen to that goes for 45 minutes. But if my kids are home, um, then I'm not really doing as much of that because I have them half the time. So when they're home, I want to spend all my time with them. And my morning routine can go a little bit out the window and I can do that later in the day, you know? Totally. And you know what, you've already, you've already started off you know, doing things for yourself, even just sitting there for five minutes, you know, thinking about your dreams and getting to that vibration, going to the gym, like okay. you've done pretty well, even though if, even if they're going to interrupt. <laughs> totally. But then in all honesty, some mornings I just lay in bed until seven o'clock cuddling with them and like doing nothing or reading whatever book I'm into at the moment. So, you know what, it changes and there's never yeah. any it's just whatever is vibing at the time you know love it love it love it so good we don't want our like morning ritual vibes to be like a structured to-do list no I need variety otherwise I just I, I get bored really easily. yeah totally totally and and what's one book that you would want every woman to read okay so I absolutely loved a book called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Mm. Um, it's by Vishen Lakahani. I don't Diana, know. yes. Like, yeah, okay. I'm like, I don't know if I pronounce his last name. <laughs> I think I read it maybe when it came out, like three, maybe four years ago. Um, and it just, you know what? I think he so perfectly um, puts into words, you know, your belief systems and how you grow up with them and how you don't question them and how you're allowed to create your own rules. And just, I think it's a great book for anyone because it, it makes you look outside of what you've been taught and, and find your own way of doing life that really fulfills you. Mm, absolutely. I, I agree with you. I really like that book. He writes it in yeah. such, he's like so grounded and well-rounded, but he's like visionary, but then he's practical. He's just like quite a balanced, got a really balanced way of, of, of explaining like the different concepts, I think. I agree, hundred percent. Mm, so good. And so, what's what's a fierce female that you're crushing on right now, and why? <sighs> you know what? And I feel like I'm a bit behind the eight ball with this, but a friend got me to look into Jenna Black recently, and I was like, oh, yeah. "Damn, I like this girl." And then, <laughs> of course, once we got in touch about this podcast, I also started crushing on you. Like I said before, I was like 
the pictures, the aesthetic, like the, yeah, every part of that just called out to my soul and went, oh yeah, this is really pretty. Like I said, I love pretty things. And I'm like, yeah, what you're doing and your courses, I just, I think you're rocking it. So yeah, they're my oh, two. Oh, thanks, beautiful. That is so sweet of you. And yeah, totally, Jenna Black, she's, yeah, she's had a podcast for a while and I think she's got heaps of episodes she, and she's just got her hands in so many different um, different areas and she started off like her journey as a photog- as a wedding photographer. It's just yeah. so interesting. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, cool. so good. I love those examples. Like, yeah, any, any, like any woman just trying to, you know, share her message with the world in her own unique way and actually going for it, like totally inspiring. Love it. I love it. So good. Well, before we dive into this super powerful conversation, I'm excited to chat with you. I'd love for you just to share a little bit, um, a little bit, Ange, about your, I guess a little bit about you, like your childhood, where you grew up and how your career, you know, business journey has unfolded um, to where you are today. I know that probably sounds like the biggest like question ever, but just so we can get a feel of like of who you are and, and how it's kind of transpired for you. Totally. So for the next six hours, I will be sharing my life. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, well, to bottom line it for everyone. So I was born in Townsville. Um, both of my parents are just those crazy, like you just think they're the kindest people in the world. Like anyone who meets my mom, they're like, oh my goodness, she's so generous. She's so amazing. My dad is so friendly and he's charismatic and you know, they're just like beautiful people. So I think a lot of how they raised me and watching them just be good humans in the world um, contributed to me wanting to do what I do now and wanting to make an impact and, you know, around happiness and watching them just be awesome humans. Um, So I was born in Townsville. We moved to the Gold Coast when I was about two. Um, I grew up with a pretty normal upbringing, I like to think. So my parents did separate and divorce when I was 12. Um, I got a stepmom and a stepdad. My stepdad's awesome also. My stepmom didn't last, but that's okay. Um, And then I met my first husband when I was 16. I actually worked for him. Um, I manifested the job that I actually got with him. I went to um, a college because I didn't finish school and I told my parents I was going to get a business diploma so I could start um, I I could start a business like a Medispa because back then um, this is like 15 years ago back then Medispas were kind of just coming out and I was like I'm going to do laser and beauty and it's like cutting Mm. edge and to be honest I didn't really want to do it but it seemed like a smart business idea and I was trying to convince my parents to let me drop out of school Um, but in the back of my head I wanted to be a buyer for, you know, like a a fashion retail store Mm. while I was studying my business diploma at some crappy little place in surface paradise, I walked past his store and his mum was working in there and she just like totally randomly, I was like perusing the racks and she said, do you want a job? Like, I was like, okay, sure. And then a few months later, um, he was like, you know, I need a female to help me with the, the buying for the store. And he ended up opening another three stores. And I helped with the buying for that with some really amazing big Australian labels. And that was like my first thing or probably the second time I manifested. And I didn't even know what manifesting was back then. Um, I have so many stories like that, that I could go on for hours. But then we ended up getting married when I was 22, Um, we separated when I was 30. He's still a really good friend of mine. We have a lot of love and respect for each other, but our chapter was closed. 
we got to create two beautiful little girls during our time together who we now co-parent um and yeah now I have an amazing new partner and we live on the Gold Coast and I am just working on consistently trying to be better in motherhood life health business and I share the journey now and and people get to watch so that's kind of my life story it's not really my business story but yeah we can go more into that later (laughs) I love that that is so beautiful and firstly I love that you manifested those opportunities and situations before you really knew what manifesting was and like what opportunities because you like that's a pretty big jump right like you were looking for a job and you did retail and then all of a sudden you're a buyer like people have to go through so many layers and years of promotions to get to a buyer um and I love how that kind of just unfolded for you as well yeah I I remember being like 18 and being at fashion I remember thinking to myself when I was 16 I was like you know I want to be like those cool girls in the magazines who go to fashion (laughs) week and they see all the ranges before everyone else and they like rub shoulders with celebrities and I'll never forget like a a moment where I was at Sydney fashion week and we were at the Subi party and back then Subi was like massive (laughs) I um was at this party and Jared Leto was there and we like got a photo together and I was like oh my god I am at Australian brands party like hanging out with the coolest celebrity like this is amazing I was like I did it I did it and then (laughs) I love that like did my life goals at 19 tick yeah yeah. so good and how did that kind of unfold like you know into your business and what you're doing at the moment yeah so my ex-husband ended up closing down his stores and so I went and worked for some other um, I worked for another wholesale company here on the Gold Coast and in their boutiques as well and then I I I fell pregnant and was gonna have babies and I was suffering from horrendous migraines um I had been suffering from the most of my life but I was getting really bad to the point I was having them once every two to four weeks and when I would get one I would be completely knocked out for at least 24 hours so I would lose my vision Um, I couldn't be able to put a sentence together. Sometimes I would lose feeling down one side of my body. Um, And so when we were like, all right, we're going to have a baby. I was like, well, I can't. Like if I had a newborn and this happened, I can't look after her. And, you know, my mum lives here half the time. Um, and you know, my ex-husband worked full time and, and so I, I freaked out. I was like, I don't know what I'm meant to do here. Cause how do I look after a baby if I can't look after me? Mm-hmm. And so I decided to study at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and I did it just to get myself healthy. So, you know, I saw a doctor and they did a bunch of tests and they looked at my diet and my <laughs> diet was basically cocoa pops and, you know, mm-hmm. microwave meals, um, Arnott's biscuits chocolate ice cream like my I was the kind of person who I would just eat junk food but I would eat a little bit of junk food so I would never be overweight Mm. Uh, but I had all the other symptoms of you know fatigue and obviously the migraines and bad skin and you know poor memory and so yeah I decided to look into that I got myself really healthy and halfway through studying I realized that you know what I was being taught is what everyone has the right to know Um, And birthright is everyone's, like, sorry, health is everyone's birthright is the right way around. Um, And so I was like, right, I'm going to share this. So I started my little Instagram page and started sharing what I knew and made a little Facebook page. And then one day a friend of mine was really clever and helped me make a website. 
And it just, it grew so organically from there. There was never in the beginning any strategy to make it anything big. Um, I just wanted to get a couple of clients. So I had something to do when, you know, Bo eventually went to kindy and yeah, it turned into this. <laughs> and now, um, now it's a full-time gig. I get to, I get to be the, the CEO of my own company and it's incredible. It's given me a life I kind of never, ever thought I could have, you know? That's so beautiful. And you know what? I love how like it wasn't necessarily your intention to go big, but the universe is like, you have important shit to share with the world. And it's coming from a place of like your own experience, which has got so much heart to it. So it's like, you have to share that. Yeah, exactly. And I I like to think in the spirit of manifestation, I always wanted to be, um, I always wanted to be an actress my whole life. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think I really want to be an actress, but this is as close as it can get. You know, I get to put my face on a screen kind of, and I get, I get to talk. Totally. So I'm happy. This is what I wanted. hundred percent, hundred percent. And so how would you describe your approach to wellness? And I guess, how can, how can we as women focus on, on nourishment as opposed to deprivation? And I love that that is a deep part of your message because I think it's so important and it's like, I think it's fundamentally where we go wrong. Right. So I just love to hear like your take on it. Yeah. So my take on wellness used to be, if you were skinny, you were healthy, which is completely untrue because I was so sick, but also thin. And I'm like, that didn't work very well. Um, But I also, I really, I, I, I shy away from too much rules and structure. So for me, it really is about, what you do most of the time is more important than what you do sometimes. So if sometimes you want to eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream and you want to like crush Maltesers over the top of it, like I think that's fine sometimes. I think that what you do most of the time, like having green smoothies, taking good quality supplements, you know, having good protein and lots of living plant foods with your meal, if you do that most of the time, you are totally, totally allowed some of the time to do the things that don't necessarily make you feel super amazing. Um, And eventually, in my opinion, your body catches up to how good it feels when you nourish yourself. And it kind of starts to really get affected when you don't eat such great foods. Like I, I notice now that when I do eat gluten or when I eat something that's really high in sugar, my body actually doesn't feel as good. So I actually don't want to do that as much anymore. And now a treat is like, you know, Panna's just released these amazing, um, they're like magnums, but they're like not as bad for you, obviously. But, you know, that to me now is something I crave as opposed to the Ben and Jerry's covered in multiples. Yeah, 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 totally. (laughs) Yeah, my philosophy is definitely... You shouldn't deprive yourself. You should do all the things you love. You should eat a lot of good food in abundance and never calorie count or restrict yourself from eating, you know, to the capacity where you feel satiated and fulfilled. Um, but I also believe that more than anything, it's it's mindset. More than anything, health and wellness is mindset. Um, I think that your thoughts create your reality. And if you have you know, if you have negative thoughts, you can be eating all the right foods, but if you're putting yourself down and if you're speaking to yourself poorly and, you know, your thoughts basically turn into what your life will be, then it's not going to work either. So I think that there's, there's some really important pieces in your mindset around food and nutrition and wellness too. 
hundred percent. I could not agree more. And I loved the fact that how you're talking about it, it's, you know, you're eating well and you're eating healthily and nourishing your body most of the time. And then you indulge some of the time. And so it's like, you're not doing that huge, like extreme situation. Like we're bouncing. Like, I don't know. I seriously spent so many years of my early twenties being like, just protein and veg for the whole week and then binging on the weekend and then it was just so unhealthy and I was also like undernourished because like you're not actually getting the nutrients from like the various food groups but then you're just like stuffing your face and the way your body's like what's going on like of course that's going to affect your energy and your mood and you know your happiness because it's your body's like what's happening exactly exactly and I think look some people need structure just as a disclaimer as well like if you have autoimmune or if you have some pretty severe food intolerances like if you're like ridiculously intolerant to dairy or gluten then you shouldn't eat those things Mm. but for people who don't have those kind of disclaimers around their health you know do the things that you want to do and if you love structure then go for it go nuts with structure but from what I've found you know, from the hundreds of women I coached one-on-one is that they wanted to be able to just have a margarita on the weekend and go have pizza with their partner and be okay with it and not freak out that, oh my gosh, I've ruined my diet or, oh my gosh, I ate gluten. I'm going to hell. Like, it's not like that. Yeah, totally. And so what would you say to to someone who is wanting, wanting to, I guess, like adjust their diet and to focus more on nourishment? Like, would there be any kind of tangible steps that you would recommend they do? Uh, knowing that of course everyone is so unique everyone is so unique I have a few little principles around food that I recommend everyone follows I think one is um that you definitely want to have something green with every meal so what that looks like in my opinion um and this is like your main meals this is you know during the day it's like if you're having um or, or something living by the way um if you're having a smoothie throw spinach in it if you're having eggs make sure you have some greens on the side like I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you can make scrambled eggs and have like steamed broccoli and snow peas on the side. And it's like amazing, Mm. Um, you know, or like having some salad with whatever you decide to have for lunch. Like if you just have this rule of, you know what, I have to have living food with every meal, um, you get to a really good place. And we follow a methodology in the health hub called um, the how to plate up methodology. And it actually teaches you how you can plate up. in all of its complication, no, how you can plate up um, and the portions of what you could aim for in order to have a really well-balanced meal. Um, And if anyone wants to look at that, I have um, a free Facebook group where I've just done a webinar in there that you can watch completely free. Um, you know, and so that really helps as well, but drinking lots of water and eating mindfully would be my other two principles for people. I think eating on the run. Um, it's just not worth it. Sit down, don't have your phone, not watching TV. You know, you can be having a discussion with someone, but don't eat food while you're distracted because a lot of the times people think they're still hungry because they didn't actually enjoy what they were eating. And Mm. so they go for more because they didn't experience the food as they were doing it. You know what I mean? hundred percent, hundred percent. I used to be like, that's definitely something that I'm, I'm really trying to prioritize and I don't always do it. And I notice the difference if I'm grabbing food on the go or like, okay, quickly, got to eat this. And it's just like, oh, you just don't, you don't feel nourished and it's supposed to nourish you, right? 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. I love your little tips. And so if anyone's interested in checking out the Health Hub where or that Facebook group, where can they find it? So if you just go onto my Instagram page and click on the link in my bio, there is a link in there to join the Facebook page and you'll be able to find the webinar in there. There's not too much in that page. It's pretty simple, but um, you'll find it in there. Perfect. I love it. And is there any kind of like health hacks that you'll go to right now? Oh, my go-to health hacks. Well, you love the panna. You love the, the new panna ice cream. I love it. It's just incredible. I um, love the pan, the peppermint, the peppermint flavor too. Oh, mine's just the double chocolate every day of the week. <laughs> so good. You can't go wrong. Um, now, I think some things that can help you to really feel good. I, about a year ago, got introduced to Hydrogen Health, which is a company that creates um, drink bottles, filters, and like benchtop systems for water. Um, I've always been really big into like the quality of the water you drink. I don't know if a lot of people are as passionate about it as I am, but um, you know, our, our tap water has some chemicals in it that are detrimental to our health. And so it's important that we either drink spring water um, that you can get from pretty much any farmer's markets, or we drink filtered water. Um, and even just that, I had some really incredible health benefits from just changing up my water. Um, mm. you know, rash on my skin completely went away when I did it. When I stopped doing it, the rash came back, like just weird things like that. Um, and other health hacks, I can't even think. There's so many. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. I love, I think like the, the filtered water and paying attention to the quality of the water that you drink. That's like so important. I know that my friends have this joke with that with myself that I drink way too much water and that I and that like I'm watering down all the nutrients because I drink too much. I'm like, that can't be true. Like this is a good thing that I'm drinking so much water, right? Your body will expel what it doesn't need. It'll be fine. <laughs> right. That's right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, so and I'd love to just like change, change directions a little bit and just talk a little bit about gratitude. Like it's such a big part of your brand. Um, tell us a little bit more about why gratitude is so important for you and like part of your ethos and how it's influenced um, your life. Well, I, I mean, for me personally, I found that when I was going through my health journey, and like I said before, I was one of those people, I was doing all the right things, but I didn't have my mindset right. So I was like waking up and eating kale, you know, omelet for like, from a place of scarcity, I need to be healthy. Otherwise I'm going to be sick for the rest of my life. And this is like, I was doing it from completely the wrong place. Mm -hmm. um, and I also found that just in my life in general, um, I never really practiced much gratitude. So I would, you know, look at the house we lived in and be like, oh, we should be further ahead. We should own our home and it should be beautiful. And I'd look at my car and be like, oh, my car, you know, I want a better car. And I'd compare and I would, you know, look at my body and be like, well, I should have abs and I don't have abs. What's going on? And I was like beating myself down and coming from a place of you need to get better because you're not good enough. And so I kind of, I was at a yoga class one day and I kind of was laying there and the yoga teacher was going through all these words and she said, you know, feel into whichever word resonates. And I want you to just hold that in you and feel the vibration of it. And so she's going through the words and she popped out with gratitude and I, I, I held it in my, in my chest and I held that feeling and it felt really good. As weird as that sounds, I'm a little bit woo sometimes. No, I love that. Um, but yeah, I kind of thought about it and I thought to myself, you know, where am I? practicing gratitude where am I using gratitude in my life where is it showing up and I realized that I wasn't I was consistently like you need to be better you need to do better you're not enough 
And I had started to, I had achieved so much. I'd had a baby, I'd studied, I'd done all these things, but I was like, wow, okay, I'm actually not really enjoying what's going on right now. And I say in a lot of the work that I do, you know, you really need to be awake while you're alive. And I think so many people aren't. And for me, gratitude is the road to waking up in your life. And it's little things like you wake up in the morning and I don't know if I'm a weirdo like this, but you know, when you've just shaved your legs and how good it feels. Bed <laughs> so sheet. good. Like, you know, like yeah. you rub on your smooth legs and you're like, oh, Silky. God, yeah. like <laughs> that, like living through that, like when you're washing your hands, like the warm water and the bubbles popping on your skin, like just being outside and actually feeling the sun and taking moments of gratitude. And look, I'm not some like weirdo who just walks around like, oh, oh, this feels good. Oh, that feels so good. Oh, my dress feels amazing on me. Like, I'm not like doing that most of the time. But when you create triggers to think about what you're grateful for, your life does become so much better. And when you do wake up to how much good there is, it actually crazily enough, attracts more to come in. So as soon as I started utilizing gratitude, and in my mind, gratitude and manifestation go hand in hand, um, I actually I actually started to attract more because I was vibrating at such a level where I was so thankful for everything I had. And I was kind of vibrating almost at like, almost like feeling like I had more than I really had. So even in times when, you know, financially we were doing it tough, I would really focus on like, wow, how lucky are we that we can afford groceries? How lucky are we that we have this, that we have a car that gets us from A to B, that we have a roof over our head, that we have these beautiful sheets that were gifted to us by some, like I would just consistently go back to, wow, I'm so lucky and so grateful and it would call more in and almost at a rapid pace when I really got into it. So for me, I think that it's probably um, not spoken about enough. I don't think gratitude is. And the amazing thing about it is it's completely free. Like you don't have to pay for gratitude. You don't have to do a course. You don't have to go for a class. You just do it, you know? A hundred percent. I love that you said that it's actually the more you felt into gratitude and really embodied it, the more you actually were able to manifest. I think that is like a fundamental flaw where people get it wrong, um, where they're just constantly focusing on what they want to attract. And I just, I like I always say, like the universe is not going to give you more of what you want unless you don't appreciate what you already have. Exactly. Exactly. So well said. That's so beautiful. And I love what you said. Like that is so quotable. You need to be alive. Wait, no. What did you say? You need to... <laughs> to be awake, to awake. yeah oh you're alive I love that that is so good and um so you said you gave us some great tips on how we can embody embody gratitude is there any other things that say someone who's quite new to gratitude and they need like a little bit of a tangible step like what they can do to practice it is there anything else you can recommend my first step for anyone when they're getting started with it is just literally sit down at night or in the morning when you have the time just get a notebook it doesn't have to be fancy or type it in your computer and write down experiences that you're grateful from from the day that you've just had or the day before and the reason I say experiences and not just what you're grateful for is it's so easy for people to sit down and be like grateful for my home grateful for my partner grateful for my dinner and not really feel it whereas when you relive an experience so you actually type out the experience or write out the whole experience if it was a positive experience um, your body actually releases smaller amounts of the same hormones that you released when that was happening so if your partner came up and grabbed you around the waist and gave you a Hollywood kiss that morning and it felt so good 
when you relive that moment, you're actually releasing more happy hormones. You're actually refeeling in a smaller amount what you felt then. And if someone, you know, let you cut in in the grocery line when you were in a rush and the kids were crazy and you were like, that's amazing. This person's amazing. Again, you feel that in your body when you're reliving it. And so what that naturally does is it helps you to vibrate more at that level. It helps you to attract in more of what it is that you would like more of. Um, And it's so simple. It's just think every single day of between one and three experiences that in the past 24 hours, you got to experience and think about the feelings that came with them. And you'll just, just start there. You'll just start to see more good things will start to come to you. Mm, I love that so much. And I I really think that would be so powerful because you do, it does get a bit like that where I'm like, okay, how many times can I think about the fact that I'm grateful for my husband? Like, okay, you know what I mean? I'm grateful. Like, it just gets a bit monotonous sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You're like, am I grateful for you today? <laughs> you pissed me off last night, okay? I don't know how grateful I am for you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's beautiful. I love that. That's so good. And in terms of like, I don't know if you felt this, like I felt like 2020 was absolutely a year of like such learnings and awakenings for people. And I feel like one thing that I kept hearing is, um, you know, people really appreciating all the things that they have because those often lots of those things were taken away from them for a period of time. Right. And so have you, like, has there been any changes that you have implemented in your life since maybe some awakenings or some learnings from 2020? Oh, good question. And I think like when you say that initially, I'm like, no, I I think, and hear me out with this. I think that for a lot of people, 2020 was really, really rough. And I feel very lucky that I had designed my life without knowing it to be COVID proof. So I worked from home. I worked on the internet. I can homeschool. um, You know, my my business wasn't affected by COVID Mm -hmm. and day to day, my life wasn't really, I'm a super full on homebody. (laughs) And, um, you know, apart from, I freaked out a little bit about, you know, are we going to have enough food? Do we have toilet paper? All the things that people were freaking out about. Um, I feel really lucky that I had designed my life to fit in with 2020. So not a whole lot changed. Um, But what I did see, and one thing that's become really prevalent to me is that anything can change in any moment. And so it's definitely made me think more outside the box around, you know, I can't rely on, one thing ever to be the thing so I think about for example social media you know a lot of my following is on Instagram you know Mm. and one day Instagram could just go Uh, you know like you just like you just don't know what's going to happen one day Facebook could go one day Telegram could shut down so it's just you know to me I think regarding my business I just got really clear on okay I need to have different avenues of what I'm going to do and different plans and not just be caught up in this is the way I'm doing things because the world, literally the whole world can shut down in a matter of, you know, days, weeks, months, and your whole plan can change. So there needs to be flexibility. There needs to always be the opportunity to pivot in anything you do, you know? hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. That's such an important lesson. And I think it's, it's, you're so right. Like Instagram could shut down, but like all those mediums yeah. that you use on a data basis that you're attached to in some ways, right. Can completely shift and change, but it's like, but it's like, if we know, if we empower ourselves with the knowledge of that, when that does happen or where things do change and shift, we can adjust 
and move and pivot as opposed to like, okay, wait, now I can't, you know, have a business or I can't make money or it's not attached to the thing. It's just a way. Exactly. It's just like a channel. Yeah. And we don't own anything. Nothing is forever. Um, as I feel like sometimes I say that and it's a bit doom and gloom, but it's not. We, you know, we're borrowing everything we have. We're borrowing our, our time, our homes, our partners even like everything goes eventually so it's just being flexible as to the timeline of that and realizing that it's not always in our control totally 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 100% agree with that I love that and we've got a final segment for this show and it's just about going that little bit deeper because we like to get deep on the show so I'd love for you and if you could just share with us a bit about like maybe a a recent situation where you're experiencing self-doubt and I know I can absolutely say that I know that you're really you're really open about that and sometimes yeah. we on social media like I don't know people just people know this but they still get you know um like they still get kind of on this dream about, about the the little boxes and what people's lives are and that it's yeah. that's perfect and just because you've got good branding everything must be great in your life or you take photos yeah. from a good angle or you're like you're a size six then you don't have any issues with self-doubt and like all these bullshit things we create and so I think I love that you speak openly about it and so I'd love yeah. if you could just share maybe yeah like a recent situation where you're experiencing that totally I, so last night <laughs> I, <laughs> And just like this happens so often. I don't think people realize that it happens often for everyone where you have moments of self-doubt. Last night, I literally, I think I had a, a phone call or a message from someone where I was like, wow, I didn't expect that. And I, the gratitude gang that I'm in, it's a network marketing business. And one of the girls that I absolutely adore was like, hey, I'm going to go a different way. I want to do this instead and still love you and still love this. But I took it so personally last night. I was like, okay, yeah, like, this is hard. And mm. I cried and I was like, maybe I'm not cut out for business. Maybe I should just be a mom. And like, you should have heard me like it was full on. But one thing that I can tell you is even through those moments, I constantly remind myself that this is a thought and this is an emotion and it's not forever, mm. not forever. And I can see in my mind, even when I'm having these little meltdowns, I'm like, I just need to feel these emotions and I just need to feel like I suck and I'm awful and I'm not good enough and people don't like me. And like all the stories that I'm telling myself, I'm like in my head, I'm like, I know that this is just a moment in time and it's a feeling and it's going to go away and I'm going to come back to my home in myself that I know is real and I'm going to remember the truth. But it's okay that I have these meltdowns. It's okay that when I have a feeling, I don't push it down and say, no, I'm just going to tell myself I'm a boss, babe, and I'm amazing, and I'm so empowered, and I'm this, and I'm that. Because if I don't feel the feelings, that feeling is going to get pushed down. It's going to eventuate somewhere in my body as disease, or it's going to come popping back up as a massive emotion or a massive, massive emotional breakdown one day mm. and come back. So it does happen. Um, sometimes monthly, I don't know. I don't know if that's related to being a female, but probably is. Um, but yeah, last night was one of them. I was like, I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready to quit. I'm just, I'm hanging up my boots. I'm done. I'm taking my bat and my ball and I'm out of here. And my partner's like, he just, he just watches me through this and he's an incredible coach. And so it's just, I, and I know he's coaching me and I'm like, screw you. And I like push back on him coaching me. And I'm like, no, I'm going to be really stubborn right now. And like, he'll say something and I'll be like, no, I'm awful. Let me tell you all the reasons why I'm awful and no one likes me. And he just laughs because he's like, tomorrow you'll be fine again. But I think it's so important to feel it. Like in my head, I'm like, 
I need to let this out right now and I need to let it out good. And I just remind myself, it's just for this moment. I just need to feel this in this moment and it's not forever. A hundred percent. I love that so much. And I love that you just got so real with like, you're being dramatic and you were being all over the place, but that's just what we need to feel to let it out. And I always say, you've got to feel it to heal it. Otherwise you're not actually moving through it. You're not learning. You're not like allowing that experience to take its kind of force and let it go as opposed to just holding onto it. Like you said, in other repressed ways. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. There you go. And so um, what's an area of your life and that you're trying to improve in at the moment? I am trying to improve in my organization. Um, I've sucked at it for the past 12 months, <laughs> to put it lightly. I've been really bad with being organized. I am have been really last minute. Um, I think I have a very creative, amazing brain. Um, but I think up something and I'm like, I'm just going to do this right now. And then I start to, and I forget things and I'm like, I'm all over the shop at times. Um, and so most, a lot of my reason for getting my coach was like, I need someone to help me put into place the systems and I need to be held accountable. Um, and so, yeah, that's been really, really helpful, but I'm still working on it. I still have moments where I'm like, ah, oh, I suck. I'm not organized. I'm never going to be an organized person, but I just, as long as I get 1% better every day, that's all. Totally, totally, totally. And I always find like, it's like the small things, right? It's like the small things we implement that make a big difference. But I know it, it's like, I get, I get you. It's kind of like, you're the creative force of your business. Like you're the CEO, you're the visionary. It's yeah. like, that's where you use your energy. And so you're just like, fuck creative time. That is, that is what you're here for. Yeah. You know, making like putting structure around everything. Your brain is probably just like that stifling me like subconsciously, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So funny. And and is there like a recent, like, if could you describe for us a recent fierce female moment that you've had? So like a moment where you felt like super proud to be yourself. Oh, yeah. Um, lots. No, <laughs> no. Good, good. Lots, but yeah, like I, we um, have just released, oh, actually, because this podcast will not go live today. I can say this now. By the time this is out, we will have just released um, an app for the Health Hub for my online wellness program. Yay. And just like seeing it and being like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, we put that together. And like, it was not quick and it was not slow and painful. It was quick and painless and we got it done. And it just, yeah, I felt it was a real proud moment. I was like, yeah, okay, good work. Got that That's done. Nailed it. That's so exciting. Yeah, love it. Awesome. And so, okay, great. So we can... Um... We can link it in the show notes. Definitely. Available then. Yeah, amazing. So good. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your energy and your high vibes. And it's been so beautiful to have you on the show. Can you please pimp yourself out and tell us all where we can find you and stalk you? Well, I mean, a few places, but mostly I hang out on Instagram. Um, I also have an amazing website, which you are more than welcome to check out. Facebook, um, Telegram. Look, there's so many places, but start on Instagram, click the link in my bio and you'll find way more places that you can find me and cool things that you can get from me. Love it. So beautiful. Thank you so much for being on the show. Beautiful. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. It's been amazing. Thank you. We'll catch you guys next week. 
If you're vibing the show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show and this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness and we'll see you soon.